Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Prosecutors are ratcheting up the charges and the pressure on actress Lori Loughlin and the other parents who are fighting the charges against them in the college admission scandal. One day after four parents reversed course and changed their pleas to guilty, prosecutors filed new bribery charges against Laughlin and 10 other parents who are going to trial, adding to the earlier fraud and money laundering counts. Joining me is former federal prosecutor Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter in English. Bob, might some read this as almost a punishment for the parents who are refusing to plead guilty and forcing prosecutors to take them to trial, which of course is their right. Certainly some criminal defense lawyers have criticized the government for attempting to strong arm the defendants to pleading guilty here rather than exercise their constitutional right to take the case to trial. But it's not unusual for prosecutors to add additional charges as a case leads up to trial even though the underlying facts have not changed. This is the second time that prosecutors have added charges for the same offense. And the prosecutors reportedly warned the parents and gave them deadlines of Monday to change their pleas to guilty or risk facing a new charge. And that did lead to a sort of mini wave of four parents, including Douglas Hodge, who is a former chief executive of PIMCO, pleading guilty on Monday. Now, is that just prosecutors playing hardball or is that overzealous prosecution? It's really standard playbook for prosecutors to ratchet up the pressure on defendants who have not yet pled guilty in order to try to convince them that their chances of spending less time in jail will increase if they take the guilty plea now rather than pressing the government and taking the case to trial. So explain the new charge, conspiracy to commit federal programs bribery, and how it raises the stakes for the parents at trial and at sentencing if convicted. Federal program bribery, which is known as 666 for prosecutors, that's the statutory basis, is a crime that's charged against anybody who's accused of bribing an employee or an agent of an organization that receives at least $10,000 or more in funding from the federal government and who, in exchange for that bribe, obtains something valued at $5,000 or more. So in this case, prosecutors have argued that these parents conspired with Mr. Singer to bribe coaches into giving up admission slots into these colleges, which they say are properties of the university and certainly worth more than $5,000 to the parents. All of the universities are subject to this federal bribery statute because every university, whether it's public or private, receives at least $10,000 from the federal government, whether it's direct student aid or whether it's aid for grants and that sort of thing. So that's the basis the prosecutors have used to add this additional charge. The U.S. attorney, Andrew Lelling, said the latest charges stem from an ongoing investigation. Are these charges new because more came out in the investigation, or are they new because they just decided to level these charges now? That's a great question, and we really don't know the answer to that because we're not privy to the information that the government has. It's clear that some additional defendants have decided to plead guilty and are cooperating with the government, so it's possible they do have more information. It's also possible that while the government thought that this crime may have been something they wanted to charge, they didn't have enough evidence 
to believe they could prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. So that's also possible. But it is also not unusual simply to add more charges as a case heads up to trial because jurors may look at the same facts and find that defendants committed one crime but may not commit another crime because the elements of each of these charges are going to be slightly different. At the end of the day, prosecutors are going to want to make sure that at least some of these charges will stick. The parents have been sentenced to prison terms ranging from two weeks for actress Felicity Huffman, who paid $15,000 to fix her daughter's SAT scores, to five months for a California winemaker who paid $300,000 to fix his daughter's SAT scores. Is the sentence being tied to the amount of money paid? It seems so far, based upon the sentences that have been handed down in this case, that the judge is looking at the amount of the bribes that were given by the parents and also looking at how involved the parents were in the two different types of schemes that were being used here. One scheme was to inflate the standardized testing grades of the students, whether that's an SAT or an ACT. The other was to have the students pose as recruited athletes in sports that they really had no involvement in. There are some parents who were involved in both schemes, And those are the parents who so far have received the harshest sentences. A number of parents are arguing that their payments were donations, no different from other parents who make a donation to a university in the hopes of getting an advantage for his or her child in the admissions process. Is that something that juries are likely to buy? It really depends on the facts of each case and what the government can prove in terms of the knowledge of the criminal wrongdoing of this scheme that can be attributed to each of these parents. Certainly, making contributions to universities are not unusual, and certainly there are people who believe that those contributions may in some way affect the possibility that their child may get admitted to the school. But here, prosecutors are alleging far more than that. They're alleging that these payments were directly linked to payoffs that went to these college coaches who then added their children as recruits for sports in which they actually had no involvement in. So prosecutors should be able to shoot that defense down fairly quickly as long as they have the evidence to tie those contributions to this illegal scheme. Are prosecutors going to be tougher about making a deal as they approach trial and as they start preparing for trial? The short answer is yes. Prosecutors are allowed to factor into their decisions about what kind of plea deal they're going to offer, how much work they have had to put into that case, preparing it for trial, because it is not possible for prosecutors to try every single case that they ever indict. So they do give a benefit to defendants who decide to plead guilty early on, accept responsibility, and it allows the government to avoid all of the time and expense in preparing for the trial. So if you wait till the very last second and try to take a plea on the eve of trial, generally prosecutors will not give you the same deal that they would have given you months before had you decided to plead guilty early on in the case. Thanks, Bob. That's Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter in English. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.